Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio. With podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding and thank you for your support. City in the world broadcasting to fans of anime and Japanese culture all around the world. Welcome to the one and only Extreme Anime Radio podcast. It is the season four finale. It is the final Extreme Anime Radio podcast and Twitch stream. Well, Twitch stream evening of 2021. I'm JR. He is an F. Happy New Year almost. Happy almost New Year to you. <laughs> Great way to start things. Happy almost New Year to you too, sir. I got a little scared there. It's like, great. And then 2021, the way 2021 started. <laughs> um, it's still the holiday season, which I, I see you're still decorated, Neff. Well, yeah, I, I'm one of those people who will leave up the decorations a little bit longer. 
Like I, I won't, I won't leave them up till February, mind you. But you know, it's still the holiday season. You know, once you pass New Year's, a couple of days, and then you just slowly start. Mm, okay, it's time to put stuff away again for another three quarters of a year. Right, and of course, this being uh, close to New Year's behind me, we have good old Times Square. Now, folks, this background does not constitute an endorsement of any kind, especially what we've been going through in this part of the world. Well, most parts of the world, but especially this part of the world in the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. Our local New Year's Eve celebrations got canceled. Uh, A town further up north has decided to go ahead. I wish them luck because... With the numbers that are slowly trickling out because they weren't releasing numbers last couple of days due to the holidays. The numbers that are slowly trickling out, yikes. We just heard over here that the Westminster Dog Show has been postponed and a few other things. Okay, I'm going to back you up a step here. I did not know that COVID-19 could be transmitted through dogs. Oh. Well. Then again, this this virus is doing things that nobody expected. Right. And uh, we'll we'll touch more on that in a moment. As per usual, we like to welcome all of our Twitch viewers and our podcast listeners. If you're listening to us on the podcast, you're missing all the antics on Twitch. So be sure to check us out, follow us, and subscribe to twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. And conversely, if you're watching us now, you'd like to listen to what we talk about, including the... Mad Libs of last week. Uh, podcast is at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. So we hope you'll join us. Apparently, there's a conversation in the chat about our podcast theme song uh, saying it sounds like a DDR uh, intro. And we have a call out to do a DDR challenge to the song. I will respectfully decline. I do not have the legs for it, literally. With one of them being as broken as it is. If it was me 15 or 20 years ago, I would probably go for it. Now I'm like, if I'm DDRing, it's like at the lowest, lowest level. (laughs) You're like, okay, can we do it with the finger controller? For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, they actually produced at one point a controller for folks who couldn't dance where you basically, you know, used your fingers to tap along to the beat of of the music. I almost bought one of the darn things, but I'm like, I probably would suck at that too. So nah, I have to get uh, I have to get Step Mania now. <laughs> We're on the conversation. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, New Year's resolution: fitness boxing too, I guess. Oh, oh great. <laughs> well, that I can do, mm-hmm. just as long as I don't lead too far ahead with my right leg. Otherwise, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> But, uh, yes, uh, Omicron COVID, which conversation in America apparently started with an anime convention, and now here we are. Well, that's the alleged Patient Zero was at Anime New York City. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what Patient Zero was like up here. Mm -hmm. All I know is that when Omicron started, it just caught fire, like something that would have been soaked in gasoline and somebody dropped the match. And now uh, we learned this afternoon one of your favorite uh, annual sporting events that you like to watch up in Canada is now not going to be happening. 
Yeah, uh, it was announced this afternoon that the IIHF uh, has uh, canceled the World Juniors uh, for for men that was being held in uh, Alberta, in uh, Calgary and Red Deer, I believe. Um, this is the first time that's ever happened. And uh, it could be said that there was some opposition to a full bubble like last year where they managed to get the tournament off. So they tried it with a modified bubble. Unfortunately, bubbles don't like to be modified. And in this case, with exposure to the outside, unfortunately, there were two Americans that got it, one Russian and one other nation whose name escapes me right now. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But with that many and them bunking together, simple math tells you it was going to go through the place like wildfire anyway because it was already there. Yeah. Um, we, I think, uh, in the United States hit a seven day average record for positive COVID cases. And, uh, now, now does that include the places where they like to pretend COVID doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Florida. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Some sort of allergy to stupidity, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's what I read, um, it's getting uh up there um of course uh you've got the best shot to be protected no pun intended if you're fully vaccinated and boosted yes well unfortunately up here it's such a dog and pony show to get a booster shot that i won't be getting one until later on in january yeah it's a dog and pony show here to get tested have you seen all the uh the stories about uh, trying to get tested around here? You know what? I hadn't, but I did notice that the testing facility near the hospital where I went to get blood work done today, they were backed up again. The mm -hmm. cars, that is. And I'm like, that's usually not a good sign. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jerichandra's in the chat. Jerichandra, whom I visited in New York a few weeks ago said that uh, she picked up Corona. I'm sorry to hear that. Hope you're feeling okay. Yuck. That's one thing you don't want to pick up, the Rona. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so horror stories, case in point. Um, we were going to go, my parents and I, this week to see my godparents out on Long Island. And uh, we had to cancel the day before because... Um, they had spent time with their family for Christmas and all various family members started testing positive. Oh boy. So now out of an abundance of caution, they're saying they're going to quarantine for 10 days. Today they try to get the free COVID test. One of them they're doing out on Long Island, um, uh, which is a drive-up COVID test, so you stay in your car. Mm -hmm. They were in a line in the car for three hours. They still had two hours left in the line, and with no bathroom facilities, they had to, as they say, abandon ship. Well, yeah, they abandon ship where there's going to be, you know, some extra water they're taking on. Yeah. We're seeing... Uh, Long lines for testing, uh, long turnarounds for depending on where you go, and they're giving out uh, free COVID tests all over the city. That the, the at-home tests 
and you look at the scenes, some of them are like they're they're playing Squid Game. Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, I've heard rumors say that these tests are also appearing online on auction, certain auction sites for stupid amounts of money. Yeah. Uh, hold on. And, I'm going to call the attorney general. And... <laughs> and all I can say to that is Lord of the Flies was not an instruction manual, folks. <laughs> that, 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 that's all I'll say about that. But I think I think the message is clear if you've ever read the book. Mm. Um. Bree says they're not going to provide any testing. Oh, wow. They're not going to provide any tests because of the shortage of tests? Well, what? So you're not going to test because you don't have enough tests. That makes no sense. Aye, aye, but aye. Welcome, to 2020. welcome to 2021. <clears throat> Sorry if to hear that. If you thought 2020 was bad... Look at the sequel. <laughs> Let's just hope 2022 doesn't result in a free game. Well, I don't know. You, you mentioned the WIHF. What you didn't also mention was that the NHL has decided to pull the plug in conjunction with the Players Association. Ooh. Didn't that already happen? Or it's in the process of happening? Well, now they've made the official announcement. Okay. So what their plan is, well, now they're doing something that's even better. Because Canada and many provinces have said, in many provinces have said, 50% capacity or zero, as in Quebec. They have said any Canadian, any Canadian games happening on, on Canadian soil, we're postponing those. So the logic, I think, there is they know they need the money from the Canadian fans. Mm. You know, those $20 beers go a long way towards playing, <laughs> paying the players and the owners. <laughs> so what they're going to try and do, I think, with the now eliminated Olympic break, they're going to shove games into that. Mm -hmm. I think part of the scenario is they hope that by February things will have calmed down enough or the governments will have said, OK, we got to open up again so that they can shove those Canadian games into that into that three week window. I see. Now, that presupposes that the buildings are available during that window. And the problem is, many of those won't be. Because when they had that window, they booked other things in there. Because the Olympics are happening. Exactly. Or they have another tenant, such as in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena with the Toronto Raptors. Mm. So... I foresee a dog and pony show that will completely punish the Canadian teams. And as some people have said online, which I think is very conspiratorial and has no basis in reality, they're like, this is how they ensure the Canadian team does not get to even the Stanley Cup playoffs, never mind the finals this year. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's, it's pure fantasy theory, pure conspiracy theory, but I'm going in a sick kind of way. Mm-hmm. That actually makes a modicum of sense. Mm -hmm. Because remember, we're now into a brand new TV deal. Mm -hmm. And of course, any Canadian squad basically mean in, the, in the finals means basically half the audience is gone. And if it's two Canadian teams in the finals, Gary Bettman goes and hangs himself with a Canadian flag. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh... And poor JR making him shake his head again. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting comment with that. We'll have to see how things go uh, with regards to, well, all sports in general. 
um, and everything going on with this unfortunate uh, new dominant strain of COVID. Um, something else that came out of the sports wars, uh, very quick enough, um, the passing of a legendary football coach and commentator and influencer for every sense of the word, John Madden. Yeah, um, with the passing of John Madden at the age of 85, one of the icons of the modern NFL is now gone. Now, I'm not old enough to have seen him coach the Raiders, Mm. but I watched his TV progression from CBS to ABC. No, CBS to Fox to ABC to NBC. I think that's how I think that's how it finally went. Right, right. Including his introduction of the most odd bit of dinner I've ever heard of. And you know what I'm referring to, right? The turkey. The turducken. Oh. Which is the chicken stuffed inside a duck, which is then stuffed inside a turkey. <laughs> and the best part was today, they showed a piece of video, okay, on, on TV as I was watching a bowl, one of the bowl games. They showed it, they showed him literally taking his alleged hand of steel and carving this turducken right in the center and opening the sucker up so you saw the turkey, the stuffing, the the duck, the stuffing, and then the chicken. Wow. And this was when he was working with John Madden at, or at uh, Al Michaels at ABC. <laughs> so you could see Al Michaels and the horrified look on his face going, oh, my God, <laughs> what is that thing? <laughs> now, the... the, the... One of the things I remember with, with regard to food is the annual uh, awarding of the turkey drums and the whole turkey breast on the Thanksgiving Day shows. Oh, yes. And then there was that one year where they had that mutant turkey that had, I think, eight legs. <laughs> they say, they, you know, they put this together and it's just like, and he's going and there's a leg with his telestrator. There's a leg and there's a leg and there's and you're just looking like going. I don't want to know where that turkey's from. <laughs> One of my guesses is Three Mile Island, of course, but I don't want to know where that turkey's from. <laughs> they showed another segment uh, on Twitter that I saw the other day of him telestrating uh, heads of players to fill in their hair. Put a big O uh, and then put lines. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, as I was saying, John Madden brought the telestrator into the modern football game, but he had fun with it. And that was one of the things that made Madden so unique. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk to you. He didn't talk at you. He talked with you. Mm. And he explained things in a way that, you know, it was like talking to a friend as opposed mm. to, I know better than you, so you should listen to me. Right. And, and really, that was that was part of his charm. Oh, yeah. And uh, he made the basic uh, casual watcher enjoy the game as well from the way he would describe plays and everything. Oh, yes, with the boom and all those other fun things he did, which he would then lampoon in various commercials and various, you know, TV appearances. And it's just like, go. you're just looking at him going, he's just having fun with life. <laughs> you know, he retires from coaching at 42, I think it was, mm-hmm. and proceeds to have his best life after retirement. Oh, yeah. From, the, from, his, from his first, you know, big gig. Mm. So, and, and before we move on, you had mentioned to me actually DVR'd it. Uh, Fox Sports did a 
um, a legacy um, documentary about uh, John Madden, and uh, you had recalled telling me he actually watched it before he passed. Yeah, because it literally was done Christmas Day, and now he passed yesterday. So he was literally like a few days after, and that was that. Wow. So, so. And, of, and of course, one of the big uh, things uh, he contributed to was the video game uh, era of uh, football games. Now, on a very important side note, when he was first approached to do the game, he was approached with a prototype of the game that only had seven players aside. He nixed that. <laughs> he said, no, if, if my name's being attached to this, it has to be real football, 11 players aside. <laughs> but for his insistence on that, insistence on that, the Madden franchise may not have become the icon that it is. Now, he hasn't announced on the game since I think he said 2003 was the last time he did it with Pat Summerall. He did it mm. a few years after that. But he is, you know, and there's already photoshops of what a proposed Madden 23 cover might look like. Mm -hmm. With, of course, him during his Raider coaching days, mm -hmm. you know, on this thing. And everybody's like saying... EA Sports make this happen, which, of course, knowing EA Sports and the reputation as the worst video game company in America means it will never happen. Mm. Or it'll happen in Canada for some weird reason. But uh, I'm looking, uh, and I think uh, it will be a good opportunity to get uh, the latest Madden game uh, on the Steam sale. I think it's only like 23 bucks, and uh, maybe at some point in January we'll... Uh, even though it's not anime-related, maybe we'll do a little uh, John Madden tribute and uh, give it a go and uh, do like I used to do with uh, the Madden games that I played growing up. Very, very casual. I would just play the coach mode. So you would call the plays and see what happens. Ooh, that... I could do that. I mean, I can't play. I can't play Madden for Beans. It's it's way too you know physically complicated. But if you want me to coach and say, okay, run this play, run this play, run this play, that I can do. Oh, oh, is this a challenge? And I can, and I can also do you know what Mike Tomlin does when the plays don't work, which is completely explode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, simmer, 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 and then bang. Oh boy! Or in Madden's case, boom. Ah, very good, sir. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna have a we're gonna have a Madden challenge, I think, coming up soon. If we can get they have multiplayer, right? I'm pretty sure they offer online online play for that. Okay. Now, whether they offer online research. play for coach mode, we'll have to do some research. Mm, all right. Or if anything, you can. If I have a way to control both teams, you could just tell me what play you want to run. <laughs> um, and I'll just kind of slip my finger off to one side, and no. yeah. Or we'll have to do like you know, remote control your computer for a few seconds. Click here's the play. You have your computer back. <laughs> but well, speaking work. Speaking of Steam, um, I was gifted a Steam card for um, the Christmas holiday. I got a couple of games. One is Lawnmower Simulator, which I haven't uh, tried out yet, but uh, Liz uh, highly recommended it. Hmm. I don't know. That that would make me think of Dear Departed Papa Canuck a little too much. Yeah. But there is that odd game, Roomba First Blood. Roombo, I think it's called. Roombo. Roombo, yes, Roombo First Blood. 
as I said to JR when I first, you know, mentioned the game to him, I said, I honest to God looked at my robot vacuum cleaner a little askance the first time I saw that game and went, mm, better not make it mad. <laughs> but, um, no, um, I'm going to try that game in a little while. The other game I picked up was uh, Idol Manager, which is apparently something that was kickstarted several years ago and it had been sitting on my wish list for a while. It is a, a simulation where you are a manager of a talent agency and uh, you are putting on these idol performances and you have to take care of their training and resting and everything. The premise is very, very good, but it's really, really hard to progress. In fact, I um, I tried a little bit more, even though I, I swore I wasn't going to continue with it. I did start over again this afternoon. Still the same result. It's very, very hard to progress, even on the basic levels. And when it comes down to the main events that you have to do, such as release a music single or run a concert or even hire new people, it's just... Uh, underneath this entire layer of very, very well done um, as far as the visuals, it's just a glorified gotcha game. Because uh. now you're drawing cards. Okay, 10% fatigue bonus, 20% uh, leader bonus, blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, you've drawn a silver card. You've drawn a gold card. At least I'm not paying anything extra out of my pocket for this, so... I was going to say, great. You've basically run into Fate Grand Order, the idle version. <laughs> well, but Fate Grand Order has its own um, in-game uh, sales, right? Oh yeah, they 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 do have you know their their SQ, the SQ, which I refuse to buy because I'm like, yeah, right. I'm going to pay to be disappointed. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll just play for free and just be disappointed. You know, right? Because this, this one is. Uh... Uh, the idol manager, you get to a point, okay, you unlock the next level when you um, when you release a single that tops the monthly charts. And that is impossible. I'm finding it impossible to do. Mm. Now, it may be because you might be thinking in a fashion that the game says, we don't think you're... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not cruel. Um, mercurial enough. To be an idle manager. In other words, you have to sort of, you know, start thinking a little more like, okay, what's best for me? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily for the girls, but what's best for me and mm -hmm. my, you know, uh, talent agency. Right. Because as we've heard, unfortunately, in Japan, there is, you know, this problem of certain agencies in the past have engaged in rather, shall we say, slightly unethical behaviors to, you know, promote their products and their, you know, and their people. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's an approach you have to consider. I mean, it won't, wouldn't be comfortable for you, of course, mm -hmm. but it might mean that's the only, it might mean that's the way the programmers expect you to behave to progress through the game, which I don't think is right, but well, you mentioned we something so. right there because occasionally you do get these monkey wrenches that pop up and you have to make, life or death decisions case in point when i played this afternoon um there's a pop-up and there's a politician making a speech 
that's what that's the artwork. And then uh, they say they read out some of the lyrics from one of the songs that you released. And they say that, uh, well, there's some negative uh, connotations being issued by some people. The way that this politician is using your lyrics as kind of like his election slogan or something like that. So what do you do? Do you put out um, an apology about it? Do you do something worse? Or do you do nothing and let it blow over? And hope it doesn't blow over. So I clicked do nothing and nothing blew over. Mm. Well, again, it may be that the game expects you to sort of like go, hey, wait a minute here. That's our intellectual property. You can't steal it. So, you know, time for us to go knocking on your door with a hammer Mm -hmm. to your head. I don't know if they had a Trump person in it. I don't think they would. No, but I, I think the general idea is the same as the former U.S. president did have a penchant for using other people's music without permission. <laughs> and when told not to, kept doing it because, of course, he's Donald Trump. What are you going to do? Sue him? <laughs> oh, that line is out the door to your right. <laughs> and uh, speaking of gotcha games, Neff... Mm-hmm. Some other interesting news coming out of Japan. Um, well, of course, the not-so-interesting news is that the COVID cases are going up again, even though they closed the borders. Omicron got in, and now is starting to the cases are starting to tick up again over there. Mm. But, um, no, the, uh, the news that came out earlier this month actually significant enough that it came out in Reuters. And that is the fact that uh, a game that we've talked about several times on this show, Uma Musume Pretty Derby, the anime series turned into a video game, which I think was supposed to be the other way around until it got delayed, the video game that is. Um, The video game available on Japanese um, Android and iPhone systems, or iOS, it is the most used app. If I look at the um, the news articles correctly, Uma Musume Pretty Derby, the Japanese mobile gaming industry's first runaway hit in a decade. Um, it is the best game of 2021 in Japan, according to Google Play. And somewhere, Fate Grand Order is going, you want my crown? Come and take it. <laughs> so uh since it was released in february the game has generated hundreds of millions of dollars i guess that's how they use the reference for its creator psy games let's say they give uh examples and they interview some japanese people who use it (laughs) and my favorite quote uh from a software a 25 year old software engineer i was planning to buy a car but I figured I don't really need one. And since I have savings, why not put all my effort into Uma Musume? I cannot buy a car anymore, but I don't have any regrets. He plunked more than 2 million yen or about 18,000 US dollars into the game in-game purchases. I can't hear you. 
because I'm trying to, you know, not, you know, completely freak out and scream and yell and just <laughs> lose my mind. But, 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 but well, great. Now I'm sounding like a motorboat. Uh, but no, I'm 18,000. I, I can't imagine that. That, that, that to me, it, it blows my tiny little mind. I mean, I set budgets for myself for buying manga, et cetera, on the iPad, and I have a budget. I stick to it. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine the thought process that goes into, I am going to take $18,000 <laughs> and put it into a mobile game. I just, whoa. I mean, if I put $18,000 into, into Fate Grand Order, I would want myself to be committed to a, a <laughs> home for the mentally, you know, unwell, because wow. <laughs> I, 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 I think the sane approach is, you know, the same as if you're walking into a casino. Set a limit and stick to it. If you reach the limit, then you stop for the month and, you know, continue on. Exactly. I mean... Back when Papa Canuck was alive, we used to go to a casino that was a few hours away from his place. I would walk in with $60, and I'd either walk in out with nothing or whatever I managed to win. Mm. But that's all I went in with. I got and one sometimes more. it meant I was there for 20 minutes playing, and then I was sitting there for three hours while he finished. <laughs> I've got one more quote for you for this article. Uh-oh. Um, from a labor and social security uh, attorney in Japan. Although the game is free, many users spend on gacha similar to loot boxes to collect characters in advance. Uh, This labor and social security attorney, he's 36 years old, so almost my age. He plays in moments of downtime, and he estimates every month to spend 10 to 20,000 yen, or between, you know, the the estimate would be $100 to $200 a month of his <laughs> savings and he said he has no plans to stop well i guess he has plans to keep working until he's dead <laughs> i mean if that's what he wants to do who are we to stop him i just think when he's 65 and playing that game assuming it's still around mm-hmm. he's gonna be like wait a minute why am i living in this tiny little shack wait a minute why do i only have one rice ball for a meal for the entire day <laughs> Oh, I want to play this game. <laughs> but um, but no, um, Karim in the chat, um, kind of referencing, um, there is a way that people outside of Japan can get a hold of this game. They have to download, for the most part, um, my understanding, they have to download some sort of uh, emulator on their PC. There might be also a way that you, if you have an Android phone, you can get something for the Android phone and then install the base game on top of that. Of course, you're limited to, number one, the game's in Japanese, so most people who don't understand Japanese are going to get lost unless they follow crude guidelines uh, that or guides that uh, various people have put together. And, of course, the second thing is you really can't play any gotcha unless it's free because there's got to be a way you can tie into a Japanese account to debit the, the quote-unquote high-priced loot. There'll be some people who'll do it. If, they, if they're willing to put that much energy into it, good on you. <laughs> We've talked about before also, Neff, uh, when we think uh, this Uma Musume game could get an English release. Uh, we mentioned before that a lot of um, 
similar titles um, have eventually been released in English. Although, the more we see how this game is popular in Japan, the more we think to ourselves, maybe it's more complicated than we thought. Because when we spoke about this a long time ago, um, we said that there was a good chance that eventually it was going to happen. I haven't seen any news about it. Well, unfortunately, seeing the games that do make it over here and get localized, it seems that most developers are going for the sure hits as opposed to the, this is a bit niche title, mm. especially when there is a pay-to-play component to it, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't want to, like, for example, um, there was a game, Sailor Moon Moondrops, which was basically a matching game, et cetera, that you could buy, you know, pro- you could buy things to progress further in the game in, mm-hmm. and... It was around for a while, and eventually they shut it down because people weren't buying enough. Mm. Because while the Sailor Moon fan base is there, are they willing to spend money? Apparently not. And that may be the issue that they think they'll have with something like Uma Musume. Mm. Because while it has its fan base, that fan base is probably not big enough to sustain long-term a gacha game. Because remember... It's not only getting you to buy the first time, but getting you to keep buying and keep buying. That means the game is successful, right? Which is why Fate Grand Order is so successful, because they add content with more characters that you can buy Mm. if you don't want to, you know, try to free to play your way to them. And some that unless you buy them, you'll never see them. Yeah. Like this past uh, Christmas season, we had the Florence Nightingale Santa version. Uh, I was not willing to pay, and I was not willing to invest what, by my own estimates, would have been probably in the neighborhood of about mm, 75 hours of time mm-hmm. playing, grinding, just to get enough materials to maybe get one copy of her. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just wasn't worth it to me. Now, for other people, yeah, they may have had the time. They may have had the you know inclination to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. Good on you. But... I have to be a bit more selective in how I spend my time, especially when I have all these other things to distract me or had. Thank you, double IHF. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, NHL is back. Hopefully, hopefully. And the NFL is marching towards the playoffs. Right. You know, which, of course, only one team in New York State is going to see. The other two will see it, you know, on TV. <laughs> That's the closest they'll ever get. <laughs> Uh, you Sorry, Jerry, I had to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, the best part is now the Buffalo Bills are in a position where they literally control their own destiny mm-hmm. because they did the thing. They beat Darth Hoodie, a.k.a. the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, <laughs> in their house. Yeah. And they did it convincingly. So I'm going, if you win these last two, you'll be fine. Let's hope that uh, this year the Super... Uh, that annual football championship. Remember, that's that that's a that's a rolling gag. If you've been with Extreme Anime Radio for a long time, you know that uh, that's a rolling gag. We cannot mention uh, what SB means. That, that football game, which will not be named because we don't want to get sued into oblivion. So, um, just to wrap up uh, the talk on uh, games. Um, apparently in 
English Google Play, the top game was Pokemon Unite, which I never tried. You know what? Pokemon basically, I mean, it's got its fans. And I'm, you know, there are lots of fans because you see all the games on Nintendo Switch as well as on iOS and on Android. But I'm just going, hmm. I mean, you know, fun and fun and games and all that. But I don't know. But I'm not the right audience. So right. In fact, I will admit when I got my uh, Switch a couple years back, one of the first games I played was Let's Go Eevee. Never finished it. Yeah, I, I I went so far, never finished it because uh, I can't remember what I played between that and when Animal Crossing came out. I just can't remember. I was gonna say probably because let's go easy. The difficulty level went from this to this, <laughs> and that's what I find in a lot of games these days. To, to you know increase the replayability mm-hmm. I use air quotes with that they will ramp up the difficulty so extremely and so quickly you're just like going I'm hitting a brick wall I'm hitting a brick wall I'm hitting a brick wall and either you keep hitting that brick wall or you just put the game down in disgust and walk away I mean I'm getting to that point with Slay the Spire but I'm so stubborn I'm like okay I've made it as far as the third boss on the third you know level <laughs> And I am going to beat that thing if it kills me. And it just very well white. What we what we have to do since Neff is better at this game than any of us, we have to we have to plan an evening where I don't know how we can do it, but Neff will have to play Slay the Spire for all of us. <laughs> well, as I as I say, I found a character that I can work with, and their quirks. Mm-hmm. And one of the weirdest quirks with this character is that if you have the right cards and you set it up right, you can literally turn them into like a two-turn killing machine. Mm. They'll basically take out anything in their path Mm -hmm. and, you know, take a big chunk out of the big boss that takes so much health out of the big boss, the big boss is like, what hit me? (laughs) So. So the Spire is difficult. STS is what Liz says. Yes, well, as I said, difficulty level ramps up now mm. slay the spire is not that bad mm-hmm. except those bosses because you get to those bosses and you're just going what's my deck look at the boss what's my deck look at the boss oh crap this is gonna hurt it's like every so often you have to pull that little final fantasy paradigm shift no, when you get to that point in Slay the Spire, you're like, okay, do I have one of those potions that'll revive me at 20%? <laughs> I don't. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just going through the motions now because I know what's going to happen next. You just have to change your strategy several times when you're playing those bosses. Yeah, because each boss has their own little quirks. I mean, one of those bosses, it's basically, if you can set yourself up that, basically, if you get a curse card in your deck in your hand yeah you give the other guy damage like there that that one uh the the slime monster basically oh yeah if you have yeah, the, yeah, if yeah. you have the one where you have the curse card that says okay they get damage every time you pull a curse card mm-hmm. and the slime monster gets you a couple times congratulations you've basically got insta kill mm. you pull you pull that you set that up and then they kill themselves <laughs> 
Well, uh, S- Slay the Spire is something I'm definitely going to try to get uh, back into at some point. Uh, tonight, though, it's going to be you, Neff, defending your crown in What the Tub? Oh, goody. And, and I've already and I've already been sufficiently lubricated for the event. <laughs> or JR, I broke him again. Can I get to three before the end of the show? Let's see. <laughs> um, this is Twitch, folks. Remember. Um, so we want to play What the Dub tonight because they just rolled out a major update. And they have new clips for us to dub. Oh, dear. This could get fun. So apparently they say if you've already been through all of the old What the Dub clips, the new ones will roll in. Or if not, they're just going to roll those in with whatever you haven't played yet. So hopefully if we do What the Dub tonight, it's going to be all new uh, material for us to kind of comment over. Oh, yes. The the, the new stuff. But it makes me wonder because... Basically, from what I can tell, most of what they've used is public as stuff that's fallen into the public domain. And I'm trying to figure out how much more public domain stuff can there be? Because rights holders have been snapping up this stuff left, right, and center. Oh, yeah. So I'm going, hmm. Well, I'm intrigued. I'm trying to think. We had, uh, we had a few clips with uh, Peter Cushing, right? The guy who played uh, Moff. Yeah, and I are those falling into public domain already? Because they seem to be maybe sixties or seventies, right? Well, I mean, it would depend really who was the original rights holder, eh? Because mm. depending on if the rights holder themselves went out of business, let's say, mm-hmm. and then nobody bought them into the public domain, they eventually fall. Because if you're talking sixties, for example, we're now in the twenties. And that's like 60 years. Mm. So. Yeah. We, we can go into this uh, whole conversation about uh, the Steamboat Willie ordeal with the uh, public domain. <laughs> ah, yes. The mouse that sued. Yes. <laughs> I, and I'll say this because in theory, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 I, the, the rights holders have a right to make money. But the problem is. When the original creators are long gone Mm. and it's bought out by a company who has nothing to do with the original creators, except Mm. the fact that they bought the the rights from them many, many moons ago, Mm -hmm. it gets kind of messy. I mean, a good example of that will be George Lucas. Mm -hmm. He sold the entire Star Wars franchise to the mouse. Now, if George Lucas were to pass, then I think... Think the I think it would have been like fifty years after his death, this stuff would have fallen into public domain. But now that the mouse bought it, they can just keep renewing it forever. Oh yeah. Now of course none of us will be around, you know, for that renewal. I doubt it very much. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show you that once a company has the IP, they they if they're smart are very protective and very vindictive mm-hmm. if you try to mess with their IP. Hello, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't wait. To, if if we're around for two more years with this, I can't wait until January 1st of 2024 
because apparently that's the date that Steamboat Willie is supposed to enter public domain. And if you think the mouse is going to let that happen, <laughs> I've got a bridge to sell you in Saskatchewan. Really? It's nice, it's nice and cold. You, you think there's going to be another extension like there once was, once or twice, oh, I think. Oh, I'm sure the mouse is, is going to buy many more senators and, you know, make sure that they continue their iron grip on their property. <laughs> even, if they've, even if they haven't used it in, you know, forever and a day. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of New Year's enough, uh, this is it, uh, at least for the podcast for 2021. It's been a roller coaster year, as we've already mentioned uh, on our show tonight. Uh, any comments as we ring out 2021 and ring in? Tw- well, I want to say ring out. Do we really want to ring out? Maybe like this, we can ring out 2021 if you see my hands right now. <laughs> well, no, I, I would more prefer to put. 2021 in the incinerator (laughs) (laughs) because i mean if you thought 2020 was bad the sequel 2021 has sucked Mm -hmm. so it's 2022 has got to be better i mean Mm -hmm. there's no way it could be worse no 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 all right so uh, we're hopeful that uh, 2022 is going to be a better year we hope you guys will continue to support us uh, here on Extreme Anime Radio, the podcast, the Twitch streams, and everything that we do. Um, thank you again for all of your support. Uh, thanks again to those who help us with uh, our mascot, Sarah Yoshida, the artists, the cosplayers. We will have uh, hopefully new artwork to show you for New Year's. And we're also working on some more projects for January and for the station's birthday which comes up February 1st. So, um, 2022 is the year of Soylent Green. And Soylent Green is made of people. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, Neff, let's go to the closing commentary here. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or this Twitch stream, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. Or check out our social media by going to linktree.com forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Instagram account, our Twitter account, our Discord server, and our YouTube page. And don't forget, you can get archived versions of these podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash anime radio for use with your podcasting software of choice. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, that sort of thing. Um, I haven't tried uh, yet uh, Spotify uh, and the video podcast there. I'm wondering if that uh, uh, has been any success. I, I, I don't know because I haven't actually looked myself because I know I can't use that in the car. <laughs> because, of course, you know, A, it would be illegal. Even if, <laughs> even, if it did, even if it did work, it would be illegal. And B, I'm sure Ford's lawyers have you know, made it absolutely impossible to even try it. And third, you probably find it weird seeing your own face on your front console. It's odd enough when I'm really stuck in a long line at the at the Tim Hortons, and I'm you know like okay, nothing on the radio is is encouraging to me. Nothing on you know that satellite service is encouraging. Nothing else on Spotify is encouraging to me. Let's listen to an old podcast. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I listen to myself sometimes, and I just go, I actually said that. 
Yikes. Mm. <laughs> and yes, Kaldath, I am slowly but surely cleaning out my Japanese snack boxes. Maybe on a future show or two, we'll pull out some more snacks for you guys to take a look at. But uh, yes, for the podcast, that will do it for 2021. We will see you in 2022. Next week, we will definitely be uh, broadcasting on Wednesday. We might be broadcasting on Monday a Twitch stream. We're not sure. Definitely the week of January 10th, we will have no podcast. Um, And if we do have a stream that week, we might be towards the end of the week. Um, Of course, we update you with all the information you need to know about our schedule on our Discord. Um, The link is on our Linktree, linktree linktree.com forward slash anime radio. We're also running out of boosts, so if you could help us out with a boost, we'd really appreciate it. Okay, folks, uh, that'll do it for the podcast. We'll see you in 2022. For Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. And remember, keep on looking out for the Extraordinary Podcast. And don't forget to check out our Twitch streams. And we'll see you next year. See you next year, folks. Have a good night. is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the 4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash anime radio.